It's the Dirty Sheets. We're back once again to give you all the news, notes, and nuggets you could expect for your wrestling week that has happened in WWE. I'm Cab Manning. I am from the Lingus Mafia podcast. All of my nonsense can be found anywhere you search Lingus Mafia. TikTok, Twitter, anywhere you look for podcasts, all that fun stuff. I'm along with your number one source for all of your wrestling news and your opinionist, as I think I'm going to call you, Billy, because people like to hear your opinion about this nonsense. Uh, so that's what you do best. You give your opinion on things. And um, we're going to get into it today. How you doing? Did you just come up with nose, uh, nose, news, notes, and nuggets? Or did you realize beforehand that was all ends? Uh, I've I've heard... You know what? There's a sports show, and I'm like, where did I hear that before? It's a it's a regular sports show with news, notes, and nuggets. It's a on on Sirius XM. Adam shines uh, shine on sports. That's where that comes from. But that's like <laughs> I didn't even notice it because it's I hear it, so it gets stuck in my head. But yeah, news, notes, and nuggets. But this pertains to wrestling. Um, we're gonna get this into is the some, thing. Go ahead. There's a certain there's a certain N word that one race of people can can use, and when others use it, it's offensive. Oh, the Norwegians! But it would be good. no, not the Norwegians. <laughs> the Nordic people. I'm not sure. the, if this if this uh, podcast was was hosted by an African American or or any kind of. Um, dark-skinned individual, he could add a third one to that and then get away with it, or, and it would be cooler. Or if it was hosted by Derek Montia, it would be the gnomes. But that's okay. So, uh, you know, not the same. <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> that's okay. That's a, I know. That's a, it, it, okay. It's close. <laughs> it gets the point across. See, maybe, maybe, it's, maybe it's not offensive. If we add, if we add that, if we add that last end to it and we claim it ends with the A, the A one, if it ends with A, it's not racist, is it? Um, depending who says it, I guess, because you still can't be white to say that. You get in trouble. In a, in a heartbeat, Eminem can't say that shit. He'll get killed. We well, you just like whack it out really quickly. You're like, um, news, notes, and nuggets, nigga. <laughs> and you go right past it, no one will notice. There's that clip where Roman Reigns does it, where, where he goes, have you, have you seen that one where he accidentally I did. said I don't the, think he says it, though. I remember watching that going, he doesn't say that. But then again, I mean, like, Samoan, you're allowed to get away with it for some reason. And I think I think anything other than white, well, maybe Chinese can't do it. That That's ridiculous. But I've heard them do it. Um, but I've seen, like, any other race. Like, I, I see Mexicans would say it all the time. I knew Mexicans that would say it constantly. Eh, like I say, anything you say, depending how it is delivered, that is all that matters to me. Because if somebody says, you know, I'll go my play with the Italian. If somebody says WAP. If you say it in a, with a smile in your fucking voice, it's a lot different than, you know, saying it in fucking anger. Everything's like that. But people nowadays clutch their fucking pearls with no matter what the fuck is said. So I know uh, Joe Rogan just got in trouble today for something he'd said. Poor. Um, he said something about someone said on his show, it's all about the Benjamins and they were referring, were referring to Jews, um, that for them, like the Jews are into money and he goes, what's fucking wrong with that? 
He's like, that's like saying, you know, all Italians, uh, Italians don't like pizza. Of course, Jews like money. And that was it. And so people had a heart attack about it. But I said, well, I mean, that's every fucking race that wants money. So, uh, you know, but everybody has a fucking stereotype. But guess what? It wasn't said in a fucking malicious way. So gives a shit. It, it's amazing to me that people get so fucking it's like they need a crusade and they need to fucking do something and have to fucking they're like a. Uh, a bigger version of a Karen, like to the internet, a Karen, you know, complaining. And they need to complain and see people's fucking managers like they're Chelsea Green or something. Which, by the way, I hate That's that fucking gimmick. I hate it. Um, let's talk about some things, shall we, Billy? Uh, you can't be hating seeing her every week. No, so. no, that's fine. That part's fine. The I'm like, why are they giving her this gimmick? They don't need... Just go be normal. Just go be a fucking wrestler then. You don't need to have a fucking specific thing. Like, like it's their it's thing. Time. A character. It's like, fuck, you don't even need it. You know, that this would have been a better gimmick if it, would put, if it was put on someone like uh, a Candice LeRae or somebody like that. When you, when you, when you look like that, yeah. it's not really the right like all of a sudden she's had that gimmick of this Karen then she goes down to the ring takes that like um, you know whatever that little skirt thing is yeah. and um, and then that then there's that ass there you know it's like yeah. you need to be <laughs> it makes no sense it doesn't match you know, you, no anyone dressed like that wouldn't be uh, complaining to the manager about that you know it's, it's ridiculous they need the uh, the AJ Styles haircut they need all that kind of stuff to go in but um, yeah. so building up with Sammy Roman and Cody, right? The big deal this week. And I said, let's see if Billy's a contrarian because I kind of think you would be. And if you are, I don't agree with it. But I, after I watched this promo between Paul and Cody, right? And I like that they had mm -hmm. to, I, I appreciate the fact that Cody says, you know, Sammy could win and whoever best man win, you know, one of those things, because you have to, it, it, uh, because we know Sammy's not winning the world title, but you have to put it out there since we're in this and you have to pretend that it's going to matter. Um, that promo, I don't know if I call it a promo because I call it a, a promo slash segment because a promo I would think is just one guy on microphone, the hard times promo. That's promo, uh, you know, punk on the stage. That's promo. Um, this is a segment more so. And I said, this is to me, and I couldn't think of others offhand. I don't have the the wrestling brain that you do when it comes to remembering all this anymore. That's long gone for me. I was like, this has got to be a top five of a segment. And I don't think it's due to being hungry and getting a cracker. This was fucking scary good. Um, I couldn't tell you if anything they said is fucking true or not. I, you know, I, I follow the rules and just go, okay, they told me it's true, so I, okay, I'll believe it. It's wrestling. Um, it was really, I mean, Paul could have shed a tear. It would have been better, but Paul's really good at, uh, you know, what he has to do out there. And it led, it led so fucking perfectly. And you know, Cody is still fucked up about his father dying. And so he still has that, like, he's going to crack when it's talking about it. So that always helps. And going through the whole thing about how they were broke and Paul helped them out, so he respects Paul. And they go through that whole thing. And you see it, you see it coming, obviously, that ending. Because this isn't gonna be a good guy thing. You see the ending coming, and then he fucking, you know, I wishes Roman was his son instead of you or whatever. And then fucking, you know, done. But the end I thought was even better because Cody still went up to him, kind of scared him with the handshake, but he said something. 
that I thought made it great where he said, this was about a title and everyone tries to make it personal. Well, now I'm going to make it personal for your boy and take the fucking belts from him. And I was like, it's true. This is for a title, but people want to make it personal. So now I'm going to fucking kill you. I, I think it, it was fucking the whole thing was brilliant, I thought. And I really don't think it was because we're starving. Okay. What is what's your but, thoughts on this promo? This whole thing. What did you think of it? Did you think this was good? Did you think eh, it was okay because we're starving? Do you think it was who gives a shit? What do you think? Yeah, I don't give a fuck about fat Dusty Rhodes. He's dead. Like I don't want to hear. That. I don't want to hear man. Well, this is like Paul Bear around. being built around Paul Bear's death. Okay. It, okay. That was that that was done and dusted. Like Paul Bear died. Around about that time, CM Punk and Paul Heyman decided to integrate it into the storyline. I don't think that was the original plan, mm -hmm. but if you got something better than what you're going to do and you can make shit more personal, I always say that real life always sells. So this yes. is up my up my street, but it's already with the daddy stuff for the past six months when he came in. I'm going to yeah. win the belt for daddy, and I want to give, give it to my daddy. And my daddy said, and my daddy said, and it's the whole when he comes out, or what do you, so what do you want to talk about? I mean, is that his fucking catchphrase now or, or what? Is he just going to say I think that, that is his catch. Time? I think that's his thing every time. Um, because right. it's always well, a big topic sucks. or something like that. Um, his, I, his things, his thing sucks. <laughs> and I don't want him to be, to be, and I don't want to be the champion. And he doesn't look like a champion. He looks like a skinny blonde dude. Looks like fucking Eminem, um, Eminem from fucking, um, from his peak from between the, um, well, the early 2000s. So, so he, he doesn't work for me. I don't like his promos. I don't like the fakeness about it. I don't like the crying. I don't, I don't like his wrestling. Like, I don't, I don't want to see this guy win the title. If this is the end of Roman Reigns, his title reign mm -hmm. to this guy, it's massively disappointing. However, like, he, comes in, he is over for sure. Oh, no, he's not. You don't think the I, I crowd think is big time on him? He got a big, big return. He get, we went straight into a feud with with Seth Rollins, who can who can get you over. They had a couple of good matches. Then you know, by the time the um, the air was coming out of the balloon, he ended up going into the match with his um, with the chest injury. He had a ton of respect off that. We didn't see him again. He's got the pop from the from the Rumble, and then he had the pop the next night. And last night he gets to going there, and he's carried by Paul Heyman. This is not going to last. If you look at Friday, and that 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 is a guy who's red hot right now. I'm not saying he should be the champion or that he should win or anything, but if you're asking me right now, and you say to me, uh, his you got two you got here you got two tickets to Montreal, or you got two tickets to WrestleMania. I would rather go to Montreal. I've always wanted to go to Montreal. I think the card's hotter. You got Brock and Lashley on that card anyway. Um, you get the chamber matches, and obviously, then you get the the Sammy Roman match, which is going to be hot, even though what the what we you know what the finish is going to be. But I don't, I don't mind Roman Reigns coming out as a nuclear heel with a win in Montreal. Reminds me of Shawn Michaels coming out of Montreal mm -hmm. with nuclear winning as a heel. So that that's all good. But then you you go over to WrestleMania, and you're going to be fucking building this up, this whole thing between the roads and the 
annoy family or whatever it's going to be and it's going to be this every single week yeah this is good this is good this is great but it's the wrong person uh for it and i'm not interested in him personally and um i'm, I'm tired of shit being built up around dusty roads i don't care about dusty roads dusty roads did nothing in the wwe nothing he wore, He's one he wore of those, yellow you know he wore yellow polka dots yeah, boom. He's one of those beloved figures, though, because I would almost say the same thing. Sure, Flair won the title over there, but he's not WWE guy. I, I would never Rose put didn't Flair even do that. over there. Well, sure. I mean, yeah, but for the teaching and I don't wise put and all that stuff. He's not, he's not in the same breath as Ric Flair because when he came over, he wasn't booked like a Ric Flair. At least Ric Flair was Ric Flair, and it was the whole thing of like, oh, it's Flair and Hogan are in the same yeah. company, and it's, look at what these guys he gets to work with and touch. I mean, if if Rhodes was so big, why didn't he why didn't he work with Hogan? Why didn't he turn heel to work with Hogan? Why didn't he, you know, he he never got in there with Hogan, Warrior, anybody. He had a feud with Macho Man and Honky Tonk Man, and um, and Ted DiBiase, and that was it. Like he he wasn't at that level. Like the school, not that the WWE saw him at. And I don't care what he did in AWA or NWA or or WCW. I don't fucking care what he did, and I don't care about who his, who, who his kids are. Like, as far as I'm concerned, Goldust has had the more entertaining run than, yeah. than all of these guys because when Goldust was a heel, like, he had fucking nuclear heat. Yeah. When he was doing that thing, that was some attention-grabbing, fresh, unique shit that no one had ever seen. And the fact that it got under the skins of people so much that people didn't even want to work with him. Like, Scott Hall <laughs> didn't want to fucking go into the ring with him. And they had to actually scale it back after the, um, you know, the backlot brawl and all mm -hmm. that stuff. And they got complaints that um, he, he gave mouth to mouth with Ahmed Johnson. And, and suddenly like they, they began to scale the character back in, in late 96, but at its peak, that was the most controversial thing that I know that came from the, and, and the most memorable thing that came from the Rhodes family. Now granted, Dusty Rhodes is not in my is not in my um my 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 age not in my age group not in my age bracket for him to be a big deal to me but at the same time I do look back and recognize who the big deals were in WCW because I didn't watch it mm -hmm. necessarily but he was even before that so he's 80s WCW um nothing to do with WWE at all so so Cody's legacy and and, and Cody and, and Cody wanting to win this this title isn't even really linked to WWE because th this whole thing that they've made up of Dusty wanting to win the WWF title. Well, why didn't you? Dusty Rhodes is linked to the big yellow belt, the big gold belt, sorry, which means that that's the, that's the belt that Cody should be pursuing, but it doesn't exist because it's not in this company. So what we have is we have a guy who's Dusty Rhodes' son that failed here with a million gimmicks last time, including Stardust and dashing Cody Rhodes, and he went off and he went on to the independence, got all the marks over, all the marks and the bums and the losers that we hate are like behind this guy. He went to AEW. They decided that they would keep stalling his push because they kept signing ex-WWE guys and they, they went into feuds with Cody Rhodes and kept trading off wins because that's the level that Tony Khan saw him at. And then we bring him back in here and he's headlining WrestleMania and he could potentially win. I don't buy it. I don't like it. I don't believe in it. And I'm not interested.
The one thing I do believe that's going to happen is like I'm really waiting for the crowd to turn on him because I thought they wouldn't like him from day one, and I'm very shocked that they're like as hot for him as they are. And I think the wrestling well, with the got, torn peck got, helped too. He got a good, he got a good presentation, and the peck and the peck was, you know, the the peck rejuvenated him. But at the end of the mm-hmm. day, I find him to be very disingenuous. It's like, it's like when when Cena was getting under people's skins, but, but without, you know, without even being like over pushed at this point, he's not over pushed like, like Cena was. And the thing is with Cena as well, is that there was a evolution, like almost a marketing strategy where they, they, they pulled him back from the rap gimmick that got him over. He was a hero rapper who then did the same raps. Remember Cena's babyface turn was very subtle. It was like, he didn't change. He was insulting people mm-hmm. with raps, and he just evolved from heel to f- from heel to, uh, from face to heel. Right? Yeah. That was it. And then suddenly, he won the belt, and it's like the champ is here. And the hat and went forward, and he was wasn't a rapper anymore. All that shit. Yeah. That that was no. Uh, he was a he was in rainbow shirt wearing wearing goof. Like, but but the fact is, is that he became a character that was orientated towards kids and. I mean, not saying it happened overnight, but as it continued to happen, and people saw that, you know, the the, the senior, the, the the attitude era version of Cena, which you know just after, just came just came off the attitude era, was kind of the, the you know devol- devolving. Um, we ended up with him getting mixed reactions, and the people that continued to cheer were not in our age group; they were younger kids, girls. Um, the, the Cody kind of reminds me of 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 a white meat Cena and a white meat Roman. And it's just like, I, I get he's getting cheered at the moment because he did that thing where he proved himself on the independence, mm-hmm. but you need to have an actual personality to, to go with it. I mean, and I think that like, look, we've seen, we saw this with, with Drew McIntyre, Drew McIntyre got, but got built up and he got a push. He got, he won the belt and he didn't change anything. Yeah. Like he didn't do anything. There was nothing. There was nothing about Drew that made you say like, "God, he's my favorite wrestler," like that. And that that was that was his problem. He never did anything when he was the when he was the, maybe he wasn't allowed to, but he never did anything where he where he made himself the guy. Roman has gone and made himself the guy with this mob char- mob boss character that he's doing and he's acting and just even the way he wrestles when he slows it down and the talking in the ring. There's been so many changes in so much in so many ways where he's embraced this character. I know it's hard to like embrace a a babyface, but um, but at the same time, like th- this ain't it. Like this this crying, my story, my dad, my story, my dream, my goal. Like I don't care. Like you're not interesting. You're not interesting. You don't. He's, he you don't do. I mean, you don't do anything. What does he do? What does he do? that excites you like what what's going to make you buy a cody t-shirt like we, I, I would never wear anything with cody Rhodes on it not interested in him at all no i'm i'm not jumping up and down like i didn't really care about him coming back and stuff like that i would uh look forward to him changing the belt that would be a big one but uh let's go on to something else here i wanted to ask you a couple questions about mania but, coming up in contrast would you wear would you wear a Sammy T-shirt right now? Would you? Would you? Would you? Would I you would mind more. So, I would more so wear a Sammy T-shirt than I would a uh, Cody. I. I mean, I'm not going to buy either. But I, if I have to choose, yes. And um, 
not it's not a twist your arm or anything, but yeah, I would uh I would more do a Sammy. However, I I think it's ridiculous if Sammy had the world title. It it it's I mean I feel I could beat him, you know. One, he's he's a skinny guy. It's it's always been hard for me. It's the same. It was like the same with Kofi, kind of a little more of a step up with Brian because he could really fucking tie in a knot if he wanted to, and you felt like he really could. Um, but it's that little guy Sammy's stuff, Sam- you know. Sammy's got the same body and the same size as Cody. There's no difference. No, I, I'm not. There's no way. Cody's a bit more built. Cody's more put together than, I mean, I'm not saying he's fucking, uh, you know, Arnold, but he's way more put together than fucking Sammy. You see, Sammy with a fucking t-shirt on, you wouldn't know he had a fucking muscle in his body. Anyway. No, Cody, Cody's more toned, but he's not, but he's not more built. Let's go on to some WrestleMania updates. So, with I'm expecting Brock and Lashley to have been at Mania. Do you think this can continue on past this uh, Elimination Chamber, or do you think it doesn't even happen at Elimination Chamber, and we're kind of believed that it's going there, but it doesn't, and this is how we get the uh, Lashley and Brock, or are we doing part four? I have no idea. Like I had a list of, um, I had a list of matches, and it it was on it, so. I would say that it's still going to happen at WrestleMania. I would say probably you're going for four matches for some reason. Mm-hmm. And uh, the reason I say that is because Lashley mentioned specifically about times they've been in the ring together and presented himself as being 2-1 up from the Raw Rumble elimination. Now, I don't know why you're counting that <laughs> unless... Um, uh, you know, because I think it would be a way to avoid this match um, being the rubber match instead. Whereas, you know, if Brock wins this match, it kind of ties them up. Now, at the same time, like we saw little teasers on the show of them building up the, the Hurt Business. So I could see them being involved. And perhaps, you know, they get involved here, maybe after the match. I mean, if they get involved during the match, then Lashley wins. So it kind of, shits on my point because then Lashley's like 3-1 up and he's dominant well, in, in his, in, 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 you know, not that a Royal Rumble elimination counts as a match, but it, it does put Lashley up in the feud. But I guess if the Hurt Business interfere, then you go to Mania and you can do Hell in a Cell or something of mm-hmm. that nature to eat a gimmick match there. So I think if the Hurt Business get involved, it's a good way to get these two into some sort of cage or, or stipulation at WrestleMania. Which which the show needs. Um, that that's my theory is that th- that they do that they do extend this past or to WrestleMania. But for the other, you know, a lot of people are saying, oh, that means that Lashley could have another opponent or whatever, uh, or sorry, Brock could have another opponent, or whatever. Well, who would that be? Because if people are thinking, which is what I saw online straight away, is oh, they're doing this at Chamber, so Austin is doing the match. Think about that for a second. Don't call Steve Austin comes back and. He's been retired since um, 2003, right? Other than coming back to that match with Owens where he barely took a bump. Yeah. It was like a, a brawl a brawl around the ring or whatever. So he says to the WWE, hey, I survived that. I made that comeback after 19 years. So let's have another match this year. Oh, who do you want to go in there with? Like we got this guy's relatively safe and this guy will look after you. And, and Austin's like, no, 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 no. 
why don't you put me in there with Brock fucking Lesnar and it'll take me to Suplex City and we'll test that fucking neck out, shall we? We'll test that fucking neck out with the with as many suplexes as, as possible. Like, how's that going to work out? Is that a logical opponent for Steve Austin to choose to take German suplexes on a neck that that he retired as because of um, in 2003? Is that what you would do off the back of having one comeback match? You now decided that you're going to go in there with Lesnar. There's no way that's the direction that they're, that they're going in. So that's why I think there'll be a fourth match. Um, I, I know that Steve Austin's preferred opponent and somebody that he felt like that would be able to get a match out of him without him having to um, take too many risks was was Rollins. And now Rollins is going up against Logan Paul. Mm-hmm. I can only assume that Steve Austin isn't wrestling and is probably just doing a bit on this show. But listen, you don't know until it actually happens. Um, I mean, he could go in there and do a match with Pat McAfee or... You know, he could go and do a match with somebody who, you know, some young talent who puts him over in, in a few in a few minutes. Yeah, there's, I mean, there's there's loads of different ways that you can still go. I wouldn't write him off completely, but I would write off Brock Lesnar because I just don't think Steve Austin. He's not going to want to do a match, another brawl with Brock Lesnar. Like, it's, there's going to have to be physicality and, and suplexes in there. Otherwise, it doesn't look like a Brock match. That is what a Brock match looks like. So. I'm not seeing Austin putting his neck through that match. Um, we saw on Monday we had uh, Bailey and Becky in a cage, and it ended up with Lita coming out. So I'm assuming we're going to be getting Bailey and Lita. What do you think uh, Becky's going to be up to, or is she doing this? Is there going to be a tag match with Lita, Trish, Becky versus Damage Control? Is that possible? Yeah, I think that's the direction for mm. Montreux, Montreal. Okay. But Montreal it will be because that's where Trish will get the, you know, the big pop and whatnot. Okay. So what do you think uh, Becky's going to be doing at Mania? <sighs> I have no idea. I think maybe, what do you think? I, I, Because I, I always see they, like, I'm like, push this past Elimination Chamber and do this at, I mean, Elimination Chamber's in, what, a week from this weekend? Don't don't push this uh, Trish and Lita and this. I'm like, put that thing at Mania. You don't need to force feed gonna... this. Well, then I mean, then. But I... I mean, we haven't seen Trish either, so she'd have to show up on Monday, <laughs> and we'd be like, oh, this Saturday Trish is wrestling. That's yeah, it's shame. not that big of a deal. It's not that big of a deal. Like you know, it's Trish. She wrestles in Canada. It's a little six woman tag. I think the real twist could come if Lita and Becky, maybe I don't I don't know this for a fact, but if they can beat Damage Control en route to WrestleMania, and then and then Trish, uh, sorry, not Trish, Lita and Becky as a team could face Ronda and Shayna because I know Ronda wants to be in a tag team, so maybe that's a way you end up with Becky and Ronda. Get being physically involved with each other and being and cutting promos on each other at, on the roads 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 WrestleMania mm. by uh, by then beating Damage Control before the show before WrestleMania and then you get da- another- uh, then you get uh, Ronda and Shayna to take the belts off of Lita and Becky so then Lita could go away again. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we've always thought, at least I have, um, that it's going to be. 
that tag match with uh, Edge and Beth against Finn and uh, Rhea, right? And now it seems this is going to be at the Elimination Chamber. Any thoughts on uh, where Edge might be going here? No, because you um, you do that tag match here because Rhea Ripley's wrestling at WrestleMania for the belt. So you would think that this essentially ends the feud and you can't put Edge with Ray and Dominic and, or, you know, again, because you think they're going to have a singles match. So yeah. I would think that maybe, maybe you do something like brood edge versus demon Balor in some kind of gimmick That's match. Cool. That works. Um, or priest. Is that WrestleMania? WrestleMania worth priest. I don't think that's a WrestleMania match, though. But the, I mean, he's and, already going to go through Finn, so maybe he goes after Priest now. He's got to go through each one of them, right? He's not going through Finn by winning a mixed tag, which I think they'll lose anyway. I think Rhea Ripley will pin will mm. pin Beth, so because she can't take a loss right now, that would be strange. Unless so it's by I, the I hands that, of Priest, and then he gets Priest for Mania. But he's but he's beaten Priest on on Raw in Canada in Toronto. Mm. He beat Priest in a televised match. He's Owen one to Bowler and could be Owen two here. Okay. Um, so I think I think that's the match. But you know the thing is with bringing that demon out, it's a it's a babyfaceish kind of character. So um, it'll be interesting to see you know if it, if it's if he does it as a heel. I mean, if you're up against Edge, you are a heel. So, so, so yeah. But I think that anything that interests me with with um, with Balor and Edge, there's there's nowhere else for Edge to go. I mean, I, I don't think Edge is going to be Stone Cold's opponent. Although, you know, that would be safer. <laughs> safer. <bro. laughs> Two guys, don't hit me. It's like uh, the Michaels Martell match. Don't hit me in the face. Don't hit me in the neck. Don't hit me in the neck. Um, little NXT. We had uh, the Toxic Avengers split up. Um, and my God, how, how on time perfectly is that? And the rockers, and did you know that on my TikTok, go check out Lingus Mafia TikTok. We paired up the audio with the rockers splitting up over top of the toxic attraction breakup. And it is barely, barely, when I tell you barely, it is seconds edited. It is that exact. Okay, but mm-hmm. do you think Gigi Dolan? Do you think Gigi Dolan's going to be the Janetti and um, JC Jane's going to be Shawn Michaels? No, because I don't. Completely backwards, yeah. Uh, completely backwards. Um, and how stiff was the kick to the fucking face after? It's like Jesus, calm down. What the fuck was that? She completely kicked her in the face. Um, Full like back with Darby Allen. <laughs> so I'm like. I don't. I have not watched NXT. Usually, I just watch their special event thing. So I don't even know what's going on about like since the Mandy thing happened. I don't know how they addressed Toxic Attraction at all. Like, how did they address that she's not there? Um, they they didn't. They just they just carried on without her. They really? didn't mention her once. Yeah. So why are these two mad at each other then? Um, 
because they they challenged god you don't watch this show do you no no that's um, give me the little rundown of why they're uh why they were having a problem uh so they um they both won a battle royal uh they they exited they were they were supposed to try try and win it together then they tried to eliminate each other like you know yes because mm-hmm. this and they both ended up winning so then they decided that in the triple threat match that came as a result they were going to work together to be the the co NXT women's champion and obviously you know when the triple threat match came along that that didn't work out either so that's what that's what happened uh, but they didn't they didn't they didn't win they both tried to stab each other in the back during the match and yeah ended up with this segment okay. which everybody seemed to have watched yeah i mean it was a big deal just because it was you know, the exact thing is, you know, Sean and Marty and, uh, you know, she tried to escape through the door. What a coward. One of those things. Um, well, because of, um, because of, because of the thing is because Sean Michaels is, is writing it, which is strange because, you know, you, he knew that was what people yeah. were going to say, but he still, still booked exactly the same. I but, wouldn't doubt it. I mean, I, just as a, a, a funny thing to do. I mean, nobody really, I mean, if Alexa and Bianca can do a, a fight from, the ring or the grudge or whatever that scary movie thing that they did were, uh, you know, step by step. Then why not this? You know, it's crazy. It's, it's crazy because I think WWE are, you know, sort of working out the popularity of, of Gigi, but mm-hmm. you know, the, the Gigi popularity is just, you know, thirsty dudes who yep. like her ass and, like and it's weird because it's not something they would usually book for. I mean, they I fired the main not, person because of it. Not exactly the same thing, though, is it? I mean, it's it's practically. I mean, she's showing her ass online, and it is from WWE. Uh, Mandy was getting paid on her own showing her ass. I was listening to her interview with uh, Renee today, and it was. It is insane how despicable WWE really is, where they told her the day before, take down the link. She does, and they fire her the next day. They don't even tell her anything about it. I'm like, you got, they are fucking just scumbags. Well, it was a stupid thing to put, to have. But it was up for months. It wasn't even like a secret. And then it's like, hey, take it down. Okay, I have. You're fired. What? 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 I mean, I don't, I get the firing because it's their policy thing, but tell me, take it down and the next day you fire me? I think, you know, the, the step up with the, with the content in terms of what was on there as well was not helpful. Either. Yeah, but not within the day. I mean, they they at that time, it's not like she went and then put her tits on that next day. So, I mean, they knew what the fuck was there, but when they told her to take it down, because it was her, it was WWE told her lawyer, and her lawyer said, hey, they said to take it down, and she did. So, one last thing before we get out of here, Billy, I had a question uh, of what you might think uh, they might do, or if you do know uh, for a fact, I don't know if you do. What's going on with uh, this Corbin character? Do you think this whole time they were going this way and expected this, or do you think they really thought this JBL thing would work and then they said, uh-oh, it's not, let's get out of here? I'm kind of thinking they planned it to suck. 
because they gave up on it real quick. And, I mean, they could kind of just make somebody win for a while and push them, and they really didn't. It was like one win, and then he lost everything else. It's weird because, you know, I see, I hear that a lot, and WWE kind of put that excuse out there on documentaries, and, you know, you hear Bruce Pritchard when he talks on the – something to wrestle with and historically they always say this wasn't getting over and this wasn't getting over but the way things get over is you do what you do with Roman Reigns like you make, make it, them win <laughs> you, you make them win yeah so you know th- th- how could this get over if um, if he wasn't winning matches when well you I mean what well, he, he was winning some matches but I think when he, he won he like the up, first two <laughs> and then it was like they had him just lose where I'm like Book them strong then. I mean, it is hard though, like they say, where if you lose too much, then you're kind of dead. And it's rough now because you go, how many times is this going to be repackaged? My whole thought was he goes back to the lone wolf. It's a little rough without the hair. Um, Go back to that lone wolf. Don't even talk to anybody. Go through, have those quick fucking just dominating matches. Even go straight to fucking NXT and just show up and beat fucking Braun Breaker. Right off the bat, boom, done. Take that belt so Braun can get the fuck out of there because that's not working, I don't think, over there. That's a force feed, it seems to me. But um, let him go fucking build himself up in NXT again and just be the old character. Yeah, I mean, I broke the story of it, um, of it happening. I broke the story of, of them parting ways, which I got this week on my, on my site. And when I asked about it... What's your site? Well, I got... T- Oh, sorry. What's your site? What's the address? TheDirtySheets.com. There you go. Go ahead. The, the page. Yeah. So I broke it on there, TheDirtySheets.com, um, and I and I broke the story about how they were going to be how they were going to be parting ways. But obviously, when I get stories, sometimes I try and ask up a follow up question, which was in my write up. And essentially, what I got told was is that um, they thought that. Um, Corbin was being overshadowed by JBL and it was time to part. Wow. It was time to part way. In addition to that, like one of the ideas was for JBL, who's actually real life friends of Triple H, to bring a anti-woke rhetoric to TV and, and uh, similar to how he is in real life mm-hmm. because obviously he is um, he's friends with Triple H and Triple H knows how he feels politically, how he feels about certain things, probably the same way I feel. Um, and that would get them over as heels, with Corbin being more of the in-ring muscle. But the act they're saying didn't get over as the company wanted. Now, as I said, I don't agree with that line because things don't get over when you don't win. Um, but people thought that um, JBL was overshadowing the act and some of the things that JBL was saying we're not resonating with the audience in order to gain heel heat, but we're actually getting positive reactions from people um, because, as I said, the world needs to understand that we are getting sick of cancel culture and vaccines and transgenders and Ukrainian flags, and that's not the minority anymore as much as people think that it is. A lot of people are getting sick of a lot of things that are shoved down our throats. So whilst he tried to be the anti-woke guy, actually a lot of people were sitting there going, yeah, I do hate this, and yeah, I do hate that. And <laughs> yes, but it didn't really it didn't really work. I mean, if anything, JBL was the baby face. 
um, for a lot of people on TV coming out and saying what he was saying about, you know, people complaining and their chubby woke hands and all this kind of <laughs> shit. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, it was supposed to be a big heel act, but it didn't, it didn't get over as that. But uh, at the same time, things don't get over when people lose. And yeah, I, I found out about this over the weekend and, you know, I don't even really put too much weight into what I was told um, because, as I said, the company could have made that whatever they wanted to, whatever they wanted to make it, but they, but they didn't. I would assume the lone wolf now is the only way to go, but it's it's essentially the same situation. You come up against, okay, say he comes in and he beats. Oh, I'm trying to think of somebody, every a baby face, and everybody's beaten now. So he come. Oh no, that's SmackDown. But let's say, oh, let's say he comes Ali in and does Ricochet. Beat, <laughs> Well, yeah, let's say he comes in and lot, yeah, yeah, let's say he comes in and beats Ali, Ricochet, Mad Cat Moss, even even like Rick Boogs, whoever, mm-hmm. uh, Johnny Gargano. So when you get when you go up, where's the point where you decide, okay, is he going to beat Drew McIntyre? Yeah, is he going to beat Sheamus? Is he going to beat? Um, Who's who's at that next level, in my opinion? Um, like the Braun Walters. Str- yeah, Braun Strowman, Drew McIntyre, Sheamus. I would put them at level level B. Let's mm-hmm. say, let's call it like level, like the 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 second tier of the company. You know, your top tier. Sure. I think I think I think Walters almost almost top tier. I think he's at the the top of set the section B at the moment. But yeah, I mean, all these people, Walter. Drew, Braun, Lashley, Sheamus. Does 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 Corbin get to beat them? Because if he doesn't get to beat them, then it's the same thing all over again. It's it's the same area where you where you stop, and it's the level that a lot of people can't get past. When you're looking at Priest and Bowler uh, from the from the Judgment Day, um, even even when I know he's more, much more experienced, but when Triple H came in. Notice that AJ Styles wasn't booked at that level. Mm-hmm. Like AJ Styles was to everybody and putting everybody over who was in that next box. Yeah, he was picking. He picked up a win against Balor at Survivor Series, and he picked up wins, you know, against uh, against people lower against people lower down in the on the card. Um, but he didn't he didn't pick up wins mo- most of the time. Most of the time he was losing. So it's re- it's really difficult because. Now that you've got Triple H, who's like the wannabe Paul Heyman, um, and trying to book for all of these people that um, that he wants to win their win their approval, wants to win the approval of, you can't you can't let everybody win. Like at the you know, there's a lot of people now saying, "Oh, well, Johnny Gargano's been booked terribly, and and this person's been booked terribly, and that person's been booked terribly." Like you see people even saying stuff like. Um, Oh, Chad Gable's wasted, and he deserves to be doing something better. And like, the, you know, they're, they're pulling for everybody, but it's like, well, who who loses on the show? Then do we just hire in a whole bunch of fuck? Do we go back to squash matches so people can start to get the wins that people want to see them get? Yeah, it's, it's really it's really hard to do. You need to you need to make your choices. So, where could we find all the information we need leading up to this WrestleMania and? Where can you be heard other than here? 
I can be sort of heard on Keeping It 100 podcast. Um, there is a guy on there called Disco Inferno who doesn't let everyone finish any sentences, but but pretty much you can hear me on that show. Um, there's a, another Twitter account now for just for wrestling, the at K100, K100 Informer. Uh, it's not another one. It came back. Uh, my betting content, uh, my Twitter account for it is at LockBetting.com. The betting content is available at LockBetting.com. That's no longer a Patreon page. Um, Patreon randomly decided that they were not going to allow gambling content, although they do allow another 50 accounts on there to do the same thing. <laughs> but I think they might be working their way down from top to bottom. I think, I think the account they decided to delete was the one that made them as a company about $2,000 a month because that would be the cut that they take. And the dumb thing they did was, oh, hold on a minute. What's this account that's making all this money? Oh, yeah, well, well, it's a gambling account. Oh, we'll shut that down. Sure, shall we go and close down the gambling accounts that are making us no money? No, no, we'll just leave those. They're not doing, they're not doing, any, they're not doing any harm anyway. They're, they're doing jack shit. Once they grow into a legitimate business with fucking hundreds of patrons and are making decent money, we'll shut them down. Like, what kind of company is that? Like, sat there for fucking four and a half years and it was, it's not like it was called something like Billy Sports and then you'd like, you'd go under the radar, right? Yeah. Billy Sports. It was called Lock Fucking Betting. Not with the fucking, but it was called Lock Betting. Right under your face. You knew what it was. It was in the name. So for me, that's not, that's not an excuse. I feel that it's come more about the, you know, looked into me and it's like anti-vax, anti-Ukraine, anti-trans, opinionated person on their platform and they decided that let's just fucking make an excuse because we're in San Francisco, which is Pussyville in this in this world, and that's that's what they and that's what they do. Like everybody there is is a fucking Is that where Patreon is pussy. located? Yeah. Really? And you're anti-gnome. Every, every, Remember that. Every woke pussy like neutral gender, transgender fanny fucking companies located there like yeah, it's, it's all silicon, silicon valley yeah <laughs> that's what it all is that's but, where everything is burn and, it down. and san francisco is um, the grossest city you'll ever fucking been to in your life i promise man I'll, i will be there i will be there in under in under a month wait till but, you see so, all right well let's let, close this out so, um so let, let me just go ahead sorry let me just it's, the, it's, the, it's an important week for this so um we're not on patreon but there is a website being built. Now, I'm going to do a couple of things now so I don't ever end up in this situation again. So the first thing is, is that there's going to be a website built. So you can go and sign up on the website so you can get all of the picks over at lockbetting.com. You can go and buy a betting package from there. Or I've also signed up to a service called Gumroad. Um let me just get you my my handle for that one second. Fucking hell, what is it? <laughs> I think I think it's just lockbetting dot lockbetting dot gumroad dot com. Let me just Gum, try that. Gumroad, huh? Yeah, it's a website. So on there, lock. Um, what is it called? Lockbetting dot gumroad. It is that lockbetting.gumroad.com. 
So on there, you'll find this on my Twitter account anyway. On there, you can buy daily packages. So you can just buy, now you can buy stuff for the day. Uh, like you can buy a Super Bowl package at the weekend. You can buy just daily soccer, like, you know, daily soccer cards, uh, one unit picks here and there. Or, or they also allow me to sell my picks for an entire year. So rather than doing what you do on Patreon, which is pay month by month, or by going on to um, the lockbetting.com website, if you go to Gumroad, you can actually pay for an entire year at a discount. So they let you set a one-month price. They let you set a three-month price, a six-month price, and a one-year price. Mm. So you could be on lockbetting.com for an entire year by using Gumroad and get a fucking $350 discount for the whole year. So you could get the whole year for $900, which works out to, you know, fuck all compared to like what it would be usually per month, considering the amount of profit that we make there. So this is the lowest price you've ever been able to get it, get it for. So I can price it at that Gumroad uh, because they don't take the stupid cut that Patreon took either. So I, I'm actually making the same money by selling it at that price. So yeah, you can go there, get it for a year. And also all the picks now, they will be posted on the sites as per usual. But for quickness reasons, uh, because some posts on Patreon needed to have approval because they kept giving me this warning message of, um, it looks like you're running a raffle. It looks like you're running a uh, raffle. Yeah. That's how dumb this is. That's how dumb this is, right? Yeah, that's so what I used to get this warning to about, too. Yeah. Right? And they used to wait. I used to wait for them to approve it. So they looked through what I was doing, which was betting picks, and they were like, yep, that's fine. We approve it. So let, and let the post go up. But never cancel my account at any point. That's how dumb this shit is. But anyway, that used to delay my stuff and my you know, members would be annoyed that picks were coming out like mm. 20, 15 before. So yeah, now they're going to go straight out on WhatsApp, on Gumroad and the website straight away, three different places. As I said, if you want the monthly package, just go to lockbetting.com. If you want to sign up for the entire year or you just want to buy a card here and there, lockbetting.com lockbetting.gumroad.com um, but all, all the information is on my Twitter so hit me up at lockbetting.com for sports gambling only and hit me up at K100 Informer for wrestling only I don't want to mix these audiences because one audience are serious people and one audience are retards no offence um, so I <laughs> want not, and I'm not talking to our audience I'm talking about you know that's where the retards tend to come from the trouble causing moronic soft retards they come from there so i want to just keep that separate i don't want these people interfering with my with my other work so yeah i'll, I'll only talk about wrestling on one place in one place all right uh all my nonsense at lingus mafia make sure to go to tiktok and check out the uh rockers and uh <laughs> the rockers mashup with the NXT. Uh, I got to talk to you about that, the TikTok, because I I enjoy it and I want to know who's who's behind that. Because I know it's not you, you guys. Dusty. No, is he? Yep, he is doing it all now. Fausty Wall. Fausty makes those TikToks. Yep. How long does it take him to do that? Uh, not long, he says. <laughs> not long, he says. We'll talk about this off the air. Uh so everything at Lingus Mafia, patreon.com slash Lingus Mafia for all my stuff or the free stuff. Just type in Lingus Mafia podcast. And I got wrestling shows on there on wherever you get podcasts. He's Billy. I'm Cav. See you next week.